and welcome back to another episode of Sutherland Girls Podcast. My name is Brittany. And I'm Shannon. So um, a big announcement was announced last week, last episode, um, that I am pregnant. And it's been a really, really hard time when we would record all the episodes before this. So the reason why we missed a lot of uh, downloads was because she was sick. Yeah. She so was sick for a long time or was, we would sit down to record and she couldn't get through a recording. Yeah. I was sick the end of May, like the last two weeks of May, all of June. All of June. Yeah. And then July, I finally started to feel better. So I've been asking you guys on social media, um, some questions that you have for me that you want me to answer because mm-hmm. I started getting DMS right after our announcement of questions. And I just thought, why not just create an episode and answer the questions did, here? Did you tell them how far along you are? So they understand? No. So okay. that's part of the questions. Okay. Okay. So the first question is what was, what is my due date? Um, my exact due date keeps moving around. Of course, it always does. Right now, it's January 23rd, 2023. We're hoping for a January 22nd birth, though, because 22 is my lucky number, if you didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> um, gender, are we going to find out? So we are actually not going to find out. So many people in our family want us to find out. And then my parents don't want, like Mm-mm. they, you guys just support us. I, like, um, it, I totally respect your decision for that. And I think it's, it's exciting. I mean, it is hard shopping wise, but yeah, but it is. it's exciting. I mean, you like neutrals anyway, so it's not like, like you're not going to want everything pink or everything blue. Yeah. So The reason behind not finding out the gender, so, and I still sound nasally, so that's another symptom that I'm suffering with. Um, So to clear up the dates of everything, I had a sinus infection the week after I found out I was pregnant. So I was around five weeks and I was suffering a sinus infection. And when you're pregnant, you can't take any medication. So I researched and online it said Mucinex was fine and I took it for four days and I started to feel a lot better. It almost felt like I had COVID, but it wasn't COVID because I kept testing. It was definitely a sinus infection. Yeah. And it was like sinus pressure in my face and I never had that when I had COVID both times. Um, Because I'm special, I guess I had to get each one of the different variants of COVID. Um, But this time it was just... A sinus infection. Um, But a symptom, which I just read in my what to expect when expecting. You're welcome. um, It's so around this time, around your second trimester, um, you can have you can suffer from congestion and it's just inflammation throughout your body. And unfortunately, it does attack your sinuses. So. I had that same problem when I was pregnant with you and the doctor was like, oh, you could take Sudafed. And I was like, mm, that doesn't sound right. I mean, even 
back then Sudafed wasn't locked up and behind the counter, but yeah, no one was making meth. (laughs) Yeah. They weren't making meth with it, but, um, I still felt like when I was on Sudafed, I was before getting pregnant. Yeah. Jittery and, you know, uppy, uppy feeling. So I I thought, "Mm, (laughs) I don't think so. And he's like, it's perfectly safe to take Sudafed while you're pregnant. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, yeah. And then it went, and then it went, I didn't chance it. And then it went away. Yeah, so I took Mucinex for four days, and I was like, you know what, I don't want to chance it, so I'm just going to stop, mm-hmm. and it, I was still nasally, and I took, I did nasal washes and all of that. Anyways, so now I'm down to one spray in my nose a day, and it helps me go to sleep so that I can breathe while I'm sleeping. So you're not congested at Because night. if you didn't know this before, I'm telling you now is it's really important the way that a pregnant woman sleeps to get oxygen to the baby. So they highly recommend you sleep on your left side Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because of blood flow and um, the way that you naturally digest. So if you're on your left, you know, your digestion goes the correct way and your um, blood flow to the baby and throughout your body is proper. That's interesting. But... I've been laying on my right side. So oh. I like, I try to fall asleep on my left and then I wake up and I'm like on my right side. So obviously I switched. Um, yeah. So we're not finding the gender and a lot of people are like trying to tell me what I'm having already. But, but wait, go back. You didn't explain why, why did you make that decision that you want to wait? Oh, um, I wanted to wait because I think, the excitement of telling my husband that I was pregnant was a joy of mine to gift to him. And so I would like when the baby's coming out of me during delivery, my husband to tell me and give me that joy of gifting me that information. That he's the first one to know. Yeah. I yeah. want him to be the very first besides the doctor because the doctors and Obviously the nurses know. will know. Yeah. Um, hopefully they don't spill it, but like every appointment that I'm going to, as soon as they walk in the room, I'm like, I don't want to know the sex <laughs> just in case they spill it. I'm like, I don't want to know. <laughs> and they're like like oh, okay. you don't even want it logged in your chart or anything. Yeah. I'm yeah. We're trying to, um, I've only had one blood test so far, like labs uh-huh. done. So I don't, I think it was too early to find out then. Um, they were just checking my health levels mm-hmm. because I actually... They want so to get a starting point. I'm going to give some very detailed personal information. Not like my social security number, but like my <laughs> weight. <laughs> <laughs> so before having the baby, before conceiving, before being pregnant, I weighed around 124, 25 pounds. Um, when... I went to my first appointment at eight weeks. I actually lost three pounds and I was at 121 pounds, like barely 121 pounds. Um, and because you were so sick. Yeah, I was so sick and I wasn't throwing up yet. I, that was towards the end of the first trimester, which is super weird. I don't know how I controlled it. You were just nauseated that whole entire time. Yeah. And I'm surprised I didn't like throw up earlier right it was weird that I was throwing up later in the first trimester Hmm. um so oh going back to the gender because 
I'm dealing with baby brain really badly. So this episode is going to be a lot of jumping around. Um, another selfish reason of why I don't want to know the gender is because I don't want everything at my baby shower to be pink and frilly or blue and race cars and dinosaurs. I didn't want that. I want neutral <laughs> design, like peaceful. Yeah. And I want my child to decide what they're into. I don't want to force them into. I know that you really don't like the whole character thing. I mean, you never Yeah, have. no, I don't like the whole Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Yeah. I don't like the, like... You don't like it to be too girl or too boy. Yeah. Yeah. I think when they're, you know, they're developing their own personalities oh, you're gonna and what they them, like... You're going to let them decide when they're five years old? Yeah, five is fine. They're going to decide I'm if they're a boy or a girl? No, not that. <laughs> they are coming out whatever gender they're coming out of. The gender that God gave them? Yes. So if it's... You just want them to decide, do I like Barbies or do I like race cars or do I like Mickey Mouse or do I like, it is really what you expose your kids to, but I do understand that you like a more, um, focused on the child or baby than, than a shirt that screams Disney or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Of course, if we go to Disneyland, like I'm going to get our kid a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt yeah. But I didn't want their whole wardrobe to be like ballerina or dinosaurs. So selfishly, that's another reason why I don't want to know the gender because I don't want other people deciding what my kid is into. <laughs> I love that you said that. Yeah. That's I mean, hilarious. hello, selfish reasons. That's okay. <laughs> hey, it's your kid. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. I am finally get to have my own child and it's going to be for the first five years the way I want it. Until it decides... Until it decides it likes Finding Nemo over blue and gray yeah. outfits. <laughs> it's funny because um, when you were, my baby shower was everything pink, everything frilly, yeah, everything. No, I don't want that. We dressed you and Courtney like girly, girly. Yeah. And I can remember you hating pink at a certain point. Yeah. Like you wanted nothing pink and everybody would buy you pink and everybody would buy Courtney like purple or green or you know yeah like the opposite or whatever yeah but and then she liked the girlies she went from like kind of tomboy type yeah. stuff to why does everybody keep buying me army green stuff I yeah want, I want pink you know? yeah and she ended up getting colors that I liked so we ended up switching, switching. I'm like yeah I like yours she's yeah. like I, lo- I want the pink one I'm yeah like, here you go <laughs> yeah it's people just did that uh, yeah that's what that's the thing is I don't want people deciding what my kid is into have the you know gracious of asking the parent what is your kid into right now that's what the really great thing about registry is i mean we had registry when you guys were little (laughs) what have i always told you it's great to have a registry but there's always going to be someone that doesn't want you to know what you're getting or you to pick it they some people like to you know do that Go off the registry. Yes, they I like highly to do their recommend own thing. you stick to a registry. I I, I do too, I, and I love a registry because I want to get you what you want. But yeah. um, or get something similar to what you can do. Like registry the same style. You can do registry for everything now. Yeah, I love so, it, and it's not like rude or weird or you yeah. know. So yeah, yeah, we did a registry when we moved in together, and obviously I had a, a registry for my wedding, but I created it so that at our engagement party, people could buy us stuff from our wedding registry at our 
like for engagement gifts. Yeah. And then now there's like your baby registry. Um, but I like that there's like housewarming registries now cause that's new. Um, anyways, I don't know how I got off on topic Sorry. off topic so quickly. Um, so a lot of people asked, how is my pregnancy going so far? So we're recording this obviously a couple days before it goes live. So I just hit 17 weeks and by the time you listen to this, I'll be almost 18 weeks along. Um, so I'm almost halfway through my pregnancy, which is so mind boggling to me. It's so crazy. And it's so awesome. It felt for, so long. It's so awesome for everybody that just found out. Cause it's yeah. going to go like, pew, yeah. So the reason I wanted to like keep it a secret for so long was I just personally, when I see someone announce at like six, seven weeks, I'm like, it seems like you're pregnant for a year and a half on social media. And I'm like, when is your due date? Like, weren't you supposed to give birth like three months ago? So I didn't want to do that to everyone. Um, and I also wanted this like alone time for me and my husband and for us and our family to know this information and kind of have this alone time of having the advice that was given to be a closer circle while we tried to figure out how we're going to be parents, what we want for our newborn baby, um, ideas for our, for my shower, ideas for our nursery, um, what things we want to stand for. Like for me, I want to do all natural stuff. So like organic cotton, everything, um, all natural baby products and clean diapers, no chemicals of any sort. Mm-hmm. Well, the doctor also told you not to tell anybody until 12 weeks. Yes. So if you didn't listen before, I did have a miscarriage um, in March. Um, and personally, I wanted to wait this time around till about eight weeks, at least till my first appointment, which was eight weeks Um just so I can have a sonogram and be like, is it there? Is it still there? Did it stick? Is it going to stick? Is it healthy? Like, what can you tell? And when they do that first ultrasound with the wand, um, they also check your uterus. And so she said, my uterus looks fine. So. And then the baby was securely attached. Yes. I, I made sure to ask, like, is it a strong one? Is it going to stick? Cause I didn't want to get attached to it yet. And I wasn't attached to it yet. I was more, I was so sick by the time we got to our first appointment that like, I wasn't really attached to it cause I didn't feel pregnant. I just felt sick. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when she said that, that's when my attachment to the baby started growing. Like um, you can let go. Yeah. Yeah. And then at 12 weeks, um, I actually got to meet, and sit with my doctor and she did a sonogram and she said, wow, you're, the baby was actually moving at this point. Um, so one of the questions was, have I felt the baby yet? So I first started to feel the baby moving at around 11 and a half weeks. Um, and it was actually, we had a barbecue to tell my grandparents that I was pregnant and it was the first meal that 
I really enjoyed and I wasn't sick either before or after Mm -hmm. I actually felt good. Um, and then at that end of the night I had like a late night snack before going to bed and I could feel like somersaults almost like something was in me and I was doing somersaults. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to explain if you, if you've never been a mother, it's like, um, I know a lot of people explain it as butterflies, but it's just like weird. Like it feels like a fish going around in a circle yeah. in water. Cause but, it feels like there's like water in me. So but if you don't really think about it, you wouldn't think, yeah. Oh, my baby's moving. It's just like, it starts to get a little bit stronger and you're like, Oh wait, I've been feeling that for a couple of days now. Yeah. At first I started to feel like, okay, I think I'm just having like digestion, like my, like bloating, you know, and it's like bubbles are popping. Yeah. That's the first feeling. And I was like, I wonder if that is. And then that night is when I felt the whooshing for real. And I was like, I think that's the baby. And then I told the doctor and she's like, yep, that's it. And that was like a few days before our 12 week ultrasound. Um, And then at the 12 week ultrasound, we got a good profile picture of the baby Mm -hmm. and it looks like a face. And that was actually the photo that I used to tell everyone. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to, before I go into how I told everyone, um, I'm going to go into how I was feeling, how I've been feeling in my pregnancy from trimester, um, and kind of how we got to this pregnancy. Mm Mm-hmm. So again, um, we started, I got off birth control. I'll start at the very beginning. We're going way, way back. We're going way back to over a year ago. So I got back from our honeymoon on 4th of July last year. And that was the day that I stopped taking birth control. And about a month before we got married, I had seen my primary and I told her I'm planning on trying to have a baby at the end of the summer so around august and she said start taking prenatals now so if you are prepping your body to start to try to have a baby like you're not necessarily in that moment ready but you know in a couple months or so you're gonna want to start trying start take taking prenatals now i take um ritual Cause it's the cleanest and you can take it on an empty stomach and it won't hurt your stomach. So that's the main selling point of why I picked that as my prenatal. Um, so I started that in June and by July I was off birth control. August, we weren't trying to conceive, but we weren't like trying to be careful. Right. So like I wasn't tracking I had no idea when I was ovulating because no one taught me that, which, um, if we ever have a daughter, as soon as she has her period, like that's one thing I'm going to teach my daughter because I feel like my generation, my generation, especially, we don't know anything about menstrual cycles. Um, we knew even less. Yeah. We didn't talk about that back. Well, it's crazy. Like everyone says, do not have sex when you're a teenager because you will get pregnant. And really you only have like five days out of the month right. that you can actually get pregnant. I think it's a really great thing to teach a teenager. Yeah. That and because you don't want them on hormones really. Yeah. You know, me, me and Woody it's talked terrible about to that start today that young. about we should just have an open conversation about sex with our kids so that they know how to practice safe sex. Yes. 
Cause I'd rather them know how everything works yeah. and know how to properly not have kids rather than them shoot themselves up with birth control pills and or have to go the or other having way after. to go to get an abortion yeah I, I would rather share all the information and then them decide what to do with the information so <laughs> we officially started tracking and trying in october um in september we did think that we hit my ovulation day so when it got to october i was like okay it's weird that we didn't get pregnant in August. We didn't get pregnant in September because we weren't being careful at all. Um, and we weren't necessarily trying. I call it the not not trying. Or <laughs> <laughs> not not trying. Yeah. Um, but by October, I was tracking with an app and I was using Flow, which is it was the only app that made it easy for me to track daily. Um, and then by... I want to say January because I really was upset on New Year's Eve when Mm -hmm. we had the party at my house that I still wasn't pregnant. Yeah. And I had three friends that had announced in December that they were pregnant Uh and I was just crushed because I was like, they both got pregnant the first month that they were trying. And here I am three months in. And I'm still not pregnant. And I think it's a little frustrating because you're tracking and, and you're like, we have to do it today. You know, that puts a lot of stress on you. Yeah. Yeah. So by January, I got a thermometer and I started tracking my temperature. And I don't know if that helped when I, when I conceived the first time in February. And then I didn't know that I was pregnant in February. I found out in March. Right. Um, And I found out days before I lost the baby. So it was a very short-lived pregnancy that I knew of. Yeah. My body knew longer. I did not know that long. But I was so excited to see a positive pregnancy test. Um, And so when I lost the baby about a week after, I started listening to podcasts like I just had to get out of my head because I was overthinking everything and I wanted to get a therapist so badly just to talk to someone who was like neutral who didn't give advice who was just you know someone to listen to me and then help me through like an emotional way um so I was waiting to find a therapist in March so I really just like poured into listening to podcasts all day long and I found this podcast with this doctor. His name is Dr. Shaheen Gadir. And he was actually a guest speaker on one of my favorite podcasts. And he was talking about ways that you can improve to help your body get into the conceiving. Mode, yeah. yeah. Like becoming more fertile. So he recommended some vitamins and I'm about to share them with you. So now at this point, I'm going to stop yes. you just a minute. Up to this point, you had eliminated all kinds of food. You had added all kinds of yes. tea and, and supplements and things. Yeah. So to let try me to list off all the supplements and the diets and everything. So 
I went on special diets. I tried to not do processed foods at all. Um, I tried to cook everything myself. And then, and this is all like within like each week I would adapt something new. Um, February 19th was the one day that I had my last drink. And I think that was, and also I stopped drinking coffee as well. Um, so I was drinking decaf. If you ever saw me with coffee, it was decaf. Um, but I got, I eliminated everything. Um, and I think that's how I conceived the first time, but I didn't really have like the basic vitamins that really do help with your ovaries, like the health of your ovaries. And that's when I learned that, and if you're trying to conceive, grab a note right now, grab a pen. These are the vitamins that you're going to want to start taking. Um, so start taking a prenatal and then you're going to want to take, uh, it's called ubiquinol. Um, you can kind of sound it out as you're typing it. Cause it's, it's a weird spelling, but it, it the way I searched it was the way it's spelled. Um, so it's CoQ10 ubiquinol. Um, it's the purest form of CoQ10. And this actually helps with the decrease of your ovary reserve aging. So if you're around 30 years old, you should start taking this now, especially if you want to have kids, because it slows down the aging of your ovaries and of your eggs. Okay. Okay. The next one that Dr. Gadir recommends is a DHEA and um, it's an omega-3 supplement. Um, he didn't specify whether it needed to be vegan, but I listened to a podcast, a different podcast with this all natural like doula chick and she said it's better if you get a vegan omega-3 DHEA supplement. So I got the algae version of it. Um, it's, let me see the brand. It's IWI is the brand and it's like a green label. It's really pretty. You can link all this stuff so that yeah. people know. We'll link it on it. our website. Um, this is just like another thing to keep the antioxidants in your body high because I learned that a lot of processed foods have a ton of omega-6 and it actually, omega-6 takes over all of your omega-3s. So then you end up being omega-3 deficient. Ooh. So you want to take an omega-3 if you eat a lot of processed foods because you're lacking in that department. So I took that just in case. I didn't do any blood tests yet. Um, I did those... I want to say in April and I bought modern fertility. I ended up having to do it twice because my first blood test didn't take. Um, and I was low in two different hormone levels. So that's when I was like, this is never going to happen. That was quite an experience. The whole modern fertility. Yeah. And it's freaking painful. Yeah. I would just go to your doctor They're like, and oh, just prick the finger and get a little blood. <laughs> no, my finger, my middle finger, so we got it like in a weird angle because mm -hmm. you can't do it right on your, uh, what's this? You're the pad of your finger. I think you have we to recorded do it to the it. side. 
We did record it, but I don't want to post it because I'm like screaming. (laughs) (laughs) But we got it in a weird angle for one of it and the blood just started gushing out for that one. But it hurt so bad that I felt like my finger was bruised for like two months straight. It hurt so bad. When I did all my allergy tests, my fingers felt like that too. It was very hard to touch things. Yeah. I would recommend skipping all the like at home blood test work. Just go to your doctor. Go to your doctor and say, I would like a hormone level test, like lab done. Yes. And it might cost you a little bit, but it's better than not knowing. Right. And that was one thing that I was like, okay, we're six months in. Why isn't this working? And I just wanted to know. So I'm going to fast forward to May. When I found out that I was pregnant, I was still taking those two vitamins, but I started researching other vitamins and I started feeling sick. And one of the things that I read was to take B6. And so I was like, okay. And then they were like, also, you might be deficient in your magnesium because you're pregnant. So I took magnesium too. Um, I highly do not recommend adding these. So I had a magnesium to help me with sleeping and relaxing. Um, I took a probiotic because when you get pregnant, everything slows down. So I needed help. So I started taking a probiotic. And then for the nausea, I got this pink stork. If you've ever seen this brand or heard of it or just search it, it's called pink stork. And they have vitamins and this vitamins is called total my or total nausea. Um, so it helped for a little bit, but then I went to my first appointment, um, which was June 9th. So all of May, I'm taking all of these vitamins, like six pills a day. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like, I don't know how I did it. It's a lot. Mm. Um, but by June 9th, my first appointment, which was eight weeks, my doctor said, stop taking all of those crazy pills. And They're I brought making you sick. I brought all of them with me too. And she was like, this is why you feel so bad and why you feel nauseous all the time. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, you're overdoing it with the vitamins. So she told me stick to your prenatal. And then she recommended B6 in the morning and then Unisom at night to help me sleep. Unisom is amazing it is literally the best way to have a great night's sleep i highly recommend scheduling your sleep though when you take these because you will knock out for like a full 10 hours and i think the reason that they recommend unisom is so that you don't wake up needing to throw up when you're going through your first trimester in morning sickness um so i never experienced that type of morning sickness i was just nauseous from the moment I woke up to the moment I fell asleep. Okay. So another thing that people said, what were your cravings? So first trimester was completely different than my second trimester. First one, I, it was all carbs. It was bland food and some weird stuff was happening. Fast food. Yeah. Which you never eat. Well, not at the beginning, the beginning I was having, because I had the sinus infection Mm -hmm. So that was like upsetting my stomach too. And I think I had the sinus infection from week six to, no, it had to been week five to week 10. 
um, which was right before my anniversary trip. (laughs) Which, by the way, if you did see me with drinks on my stories or in videos or in posts, they were all mocktails, not a single drop of alcohol. And I just wanted to fool you guys so that I could have this little secret for as long as possible. So the first things that I could eat and keep down and that didn't upset my stomach was Hawaiian bread, oatmeal, and not sweet oatmeal. I had to get unsweetened, bland oatmeal. And then I added monk fruit for sugar because anything that was like overly sweet made me so sick to my stomach. Um, I ate string cheese like I was going out of style. Um, I was eating apples and applesauce like it was the very first food I've ever tried. (laughs) I remember we got you that all natural unsweetened applesauce from Trader Joe's and you were eating it right out of the jar. Right out of the jar. (laughs) Like don't waste any time. Just grab a spoon. (laughs) Um, And then um, I could drink water with a splash of cranberry juice, but it had to be very, very cold. Like anything I drank had to be freezing cold. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I couldn't drink bubbly water, which was weird because I, that's like how I live. Like in taking all my water, it was bubbly water. I love bubbly water, yeah. But it would like, I think that because of the carbonation, it would upset my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't do the bubbly water anymore. And, oh my gosh, I just remember this. Um, the, the thought of coffee was disgusting to me. Like as soon as I woke up before the baby, I would be like, okay, I need to make my coffee now. And then conceiving and going through morning sickness, I was like, who the hell drinks coffee while pregnant? (laughs) Even the thought of alcohol too. I was like, how do women have these cravings of, I want coffee so badly or I want alcohol so badly. I'm like, you're still early on. Everything was disgusting to me. Um, eggs repulsive vegetables, repulsive. Um, the smell or thought of chicken. Oh gosh. I remember that. So I'm going to tell you a little story. One night, what he's cooking me, I think a quesadilla. And then he goes back in the kitchen. I don't know what he's doing. Figured out he was making his own dinner and he was using shredded chicken on like, I think he was having nachos. He didn't tell me because he, he was knew. trying to sneak. He was trying to sneak it. And the, I started smelling and I was like, it smells like chicken. Oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. And then I go, Woody, are you cooking chicken right now? And he's like, how did you know? And I'm like, I have a nose. <laughs> <laughs> and it's heightened right now. <laughs> um, so, and I used to eat Chick-fil-A once a week. Mm-hmm. I love chicken. I love their chicken strips. Um, but the thought even like commercials where they would have chicken. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. Um, I remember when we planned the barbecue, you were like, no chicken. Well, and then we ended up serving shredded chicken. (laughs) No. Oh, that barbecue at the grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. That I was still grossed out by chicken. Then, um, that was around 11 weeks. Um, so another question was, did I actually get sick? I did. I threw up three times total and I feel extremely lucky for it to 
only be three times. I don't know what's better, throwing up or being nauseated all the time. I don't know which one's better. Honestly, every single time I threw up, I was like, why am I not just forcing myself to throw up? Because you feel better after? Yes. Yeah. But it's like 30 minutes of feeling good and then you feel like crap again. Uh, Then just be nauseated all the time because you don't have to deal with the throw up. Yeah. Well, um, I threw up in my hand. Yes. Both times. One time was way worse than the other um, because the toilet was right behind me. So I could just like turn Turn around. around. The last time that I threw up, I had to run to the bathroom and it was like, if I didn't hold my mouth tight or if I didn't hold my hand against my mouth tight, there would be puke all down the front of me. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. It happens all the time. Um, Okay. Some weird cravings though, that I was able to get down and not get sick over. So for about two weeks, the only thing I could eat was Jersey Mike's. (laughs) I was just going to say, are you going to say Jersey Mike's? Turkey sandwich with provolone. Yep. Um, Mike's with style. vinegar, Mike, Mike's way with vinegar. Um, and I ate pickles like no other. I was like, this is a pregnancy craving for sure. So that was the first person I told. Yes. Remember when you were like, yeah. can you come over and bring Jersey Mike's? Yeah, I was. And you were like, so extra, sick. extra large pickles. And I was like ordering the sandwich and yeah. then I'm like. He's like, do you want this on the side? I'm like, you better put it on the side. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, and I need two extra large pickles. And he was like, looked at me and I'm like, my daughter's pregnant. And he was like, oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he was bagging everything up, I'm like, don't forget the pickles. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> because Jersey Mike's pickles are different than like the store-bought. Because they're, like, they're a um, a deal kosher. Yeah. Um pickle and they're like like a little spice it's like marinated with um chives yeah not chives the green (laughs) chives the spice yes um for one week i was craving bean burritos so woody bought me don't say it well i already told on the in the last episode the first craving i had was a bean and cheese burrito. Ugh. And the only place I could think of that was open at that point was Taco Bell. So but terrible. after that, Woody got me refried beans from Trader Joe's and their only ingredient was refried beans. Excellent. <laughs> so, and um, now we have a new tortilla. Yes. The almond flour tortillas are the bomb. So, um, yeah, so I made those for one week. That didn't last very long. Um, tomatoes and mozzarella, like a caprese salad, I made for a few weeks, but that was towards the end of my first trimester. I had animal fries a few times. I would say like maybe a week straight. I would want them like every other day. That was another phone call I got. Yeah, I think I was. it was at a visit with grandma and you were like, yeah, because I knew you were at Grandma's and I was like... Can you come over and bring me animal fries? in and out was a, literally like a block away from me. And I was like, oh, I'm really craving in and out Yeah. But only animal fries, not the right. burger. Only animal fries. And then I got you extra spread. Yes. And then didn't Woody make french fries or something the next day and you used the spread? Yes. Yeah. So I ended up making my own animal fries from home. Again, I was trying to make everything from home so I wasn't intaking so much omega-6 and disgusting right. preservatives. Preservatives, yeah. So um, I ended up making that from home with Tillamook cheese and spread. I didn't ever do the onions because it was just... When you're going through morning sickness, you have to eat like every hour and a half. Right. Never let your you stomach go empty. Yeah. You can't go two hours because I tried the two hour thing. It didn't. I got sick immediately. 
Um, one hour isn't long enough. So the sweet spot was one and a half hours. Um, and then French fries plain most of the time. I just feel like maybe like my hydration, you know, when they say you're craving salty foods because you're dehydrated or something. Mm -hmm. And so you need your sodium levels to go come back up. So I feel like that's how I felt during my whole entire first trimester is I felt like I was guzzling down water and I was craving salty foods because my sodium level was low. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I did until week 12. I craved a Coca-Cola once a week and I had to have a soda once a week. Um, Which is weird because it's been years since you've had soda. Yeah. And I only have like natural sodas, but for some reason I was craving a Coca-Cola and it was always the McDonald's Coca-Cola. It wasn't like a can of Coca-Cola, which Mm -hmm. is so gross. Um, and then from week 10 on, I was craving plums like crazy. And what else do I have here? Um, cheddar cheese and salami from 10 weeks on. I was like just craving weird things. Mm-hmm. At, like things that I wouldn't normally buy from the, like the grocery store. And like obviously the fast food was like my normal cravings before baby. But like. As far as stuff that I would buy but, from the grocery but store. But not like that. You didn't eat fast food like that, like once in a while. But you were like. I would like, say like once a week, maybe. But you were on eating the weekend. it every day. Yeah, I wanted like. it every day for a few weeks. And I thought, well, you can do this in the beginning. You know, you got to listen to the baby. Whatever's not yeah. making you sick is better than yes. eating and getting sick. So, Yes. So I just tried when, because I was so underweight and... I read a lot about how you can lose weight during your first trimester, but then you gain it. You you gain back to your normal weight in your second trimester and then more towards the end. And I was like, I feel like I weigh nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, I'm just going to follow the cravings because I'd rather follow the cravings and keep my weight than lose more because I was just afraid. So moving on to the second trimester, which is now, um, so I didn't start to feel really good or like less nauseous until week 12, which is, I think is the last week of your first trimester. Um, so like the very, very, very end of my first trimester is when I started to feel good and I was like, okay, I made it to the second trimester and I feel amazing. So I was still craving apples. This time, totally opposite. No carbs. Carbs are disgusting now. (laughs) Uh, Except for french fries. I still like french fries. But I was eating salads with feta. Like all different types of salads. But it had to have feta in it. Mm -hmm. Blueberry waffles for breakfast. Yogurt. Before, the texture of yogurt would make me want to throw up. But now I love it. Um, Tomato and mozzarella caprese salads i make that all the time i literally had it when you were walking through the door today mm-hmm. um cucumber salads and also cucumber with tahini. Mm, delicious it's like a chip to me oh it's so I love good it. yeah and they said that if you are craving cucumbers in your pregnancy that you are 
needing to hydrate because it's that one vegetable that if you crave it you're trying to intake as much liquid as possible so you know more liquid for the baby and then also plums continue um french fries with ketchup but only the french fries from trader joe's they're so delicious even the sweet potato fries oh my gosh so good um so now i'm able to eat chick-fil-a and their mac and cheese before so when i recorded the last episode of us announcing i you brought chick-fil-a over i had two bites of the mac and cheese Uh but i had to order something before i told you so you didn't think that i was pregnant yeah i wanted to surprise you and i was like uh what's not gonna make me throw up okay carbs okay mac and cheese (laughs) and then you were like i'm not hungry anymore yeah i'm like that's weird (laughs) um oh my gosh mexican food I can, I, I think about Mexican, Mexican food on the daily, but I try to refrain and I try to just, you know, eat out of my refrigerator, any like food that I can prepare myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Del Taco bean and cheese burrito. That's only if I'm next to a Del Taco and I'm like, I'm hungry and I need to feed the baby. I'll stop for a bean and cheese burrito with extra red sauce and sour cream. Oh yeah. So I've had that twice in the last two weeks so once a week can't be that bad um and then if you watched my story this week which would have been last week um still love animal fries they're so delicious to me i don't know why because before i'd be like the cheese is sticky and gross and it tastes weird now i'm like oh i can't get enough of this cheese and sauce so but I yeah. only follow those fast food cravings when I'm actually craving it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we need to move along faster. Um, and by <laughs> we, I mean me. You, you're doing all the talking. <laughs> I know, sorry. So really quickly, um, week 13 is when I finally felt like I had all of my energy back. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say it was kind of slow. You were saying like after week 12, I felt great. I'm like, "Mm." yeah, I wasn't. You got wiped out still. Yeah. I was still exhausted by doing one thing. Yeah. By week 13, I was actually cleaning the house. Mm -hmm. I do remember that. But then I'd be like, okay, I think I overdid it. Yeah. That always. But I was able to vacuum the whole house and mop it in one day. So I was like, my energy is somewhat back. Um, And I also feel like I started nesting then. Cause that's when I started going through my closet and I literally got rid of half of my clothes. If I'm not recommending you get pregnant, if you need to purge your closet, just have but, a baby. But <laughs> if you are pregnant right now and you have thought about it, just do it because I haven't thought about a single thing that I got rid of. And usually before I would be like, how did oh. I get rid of that? I wish I had it still. There is a lot of things that you will not wear again. Yeah. Yeah. And that made it easy because I started to grow out of things around 13 weeks. Mm -hmm. I think week 13 or week 14 is when I couldn't wear any of my work pants anymore. And so I was like, this is my, I would announce it to Woody. I'm like, this is my last day wearing these pants. And I would show him and like the, the little button is like trying to hold on for dear life. Yes. I'm like, I'm going to, it's going to shoot somebody in the eye today. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, so it, that made it a lot easier to get rid of stuff. And I was always like, I'm holding on to this. 
I don't want to stress myself out trying to get back to my tiny size after baby. And you're going from like, I don't want to say teen clothes, but early 20 clothes yeah. to it'll be 30 clothes. Not yeah. old lady because you know how I no, feel I'm about No, I'm going to have that. hips, but and I'm going to have yeah. a little bit bigger boobs. You were after. so completely narrow yes. and, and tiny. You will be a tiny bit curvier. Curvier. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yes. So by week 14... We actually planned, so this is going into how we told people. Week 14, we had a barbecue and I told Was it a barbecue? Was it a barbecue or was it it a? It was a barbecue technically. It was a? Babycue. So this was my way and I made it. Like I told Woody, this is what I want to do to tell our friends. Of course, we told our best friends before. And then we told the rest of our friends at the barbecue. The, I, I want to say the rest of your Baby close, cue. close, close friends. Close Because friends. you have friends that found out from the announcement. Yes. But so our really close friends that like. You daily hang they out They would be whatever. the ones that we would hang out with all of the time. Mm-hmm. Like no brainer. You're all, always invited. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Um, so that was our baby cue. Week 15. I'm going based on weeks up until now, how I felt and stuff like that. Week 15, we actually recorded. So if you saw my video of me wearing a pink dress, that wasn't me saying that I'm having a girl. I just liked that color dress and I picked it and I wore it. So that has nothing to do with gender. Um, But I was actually 15 weeks pregnant in that video. And then when we posted the announcement, I was 16 and today I'm 17, but by the time you're listening to this, I will be 18 weeks pregnant. And um, by uh, the time uh-huh. you listen to this episode, you'll have already watched, or if you haven't seen it yet, go to our Instagram so you can see the video of how I told each person. That was another question that was requested. Sutherland girls. Yes. So the video, I think, is like 15 minutes. It's so long, but me and Woody rewatched it like a whole bunch of times. And we sat there and we were like, it doesn't feel like 15 minutes. It feels like it's like eight minutes. So like half the time because it's so entertaining. So I go into like me finding out, which I was completely Don't shocked. tell them, make them watch. And then it was your announcement, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I told you here at home. Mm-hmm. Told dad on Father's Day told Nigel on Father's Day, but he was moving out of state. So that was the last time I was going to see him. Yeah. Cause you were going to tell him on his birthday. Yeah. I was, gonna, I was going to wait until, well, his birthday's at the end of July. I was going to tell him a little bit closer, like closer to 4th of July, right. but he moved sooner. Um, and then I told Riley, my best friend, I went to Georgiana jewelry which is both mine and hers favorite jewelry brand. Um, and you can get customized jewelry there. And so the night before my wedding, she gave me a best friend bracelet that was customized and it said besties established 2006. And I decided I need to get her a customized bracelet that says auntie established 2023 so in the video I hand it to her and she she reads it and she's like oh and then she's like wait what (laughs) 
And I feel like that was everyone's reaction except for yours. You screamed. <laughs> Stop telling everybody. Let them watch the video. Okay. Well, if you've already seen it, it's funny. Um, and then the baby cue when people are walking out yeah, into our that backyard. Yeah, was really cute. Um, those reactions were really funny because like yeah. no one was expecting that. And uh-huh. I was like, that was the goal. It was supposed to be a yeah. barbecue, but it really it was a baby cue. Um, so cute. And then we f- FaceTimed the rest of our family. And then we did our announcement. And here we are. Here we are. Okay. Um, another question was, when did you start showing? So I didn't start showing until 14 weeks because, I mean, I always noticed. What do you notice at like nine weeks? A stranger would not notice. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of your friends did not notice. Um, one of Woody's friends noticed the day before the baby queue. So that's when I feel like I'm counting that as when I was showing. Oh, okay. He was like, I knew something yeah, was Yeah, he up. was like, oh my gosh, you're showing now. Because he had known for a couple oh, weeks. Oh, because he knew. Yeah, but he'd never seen a bump. But he never saw, he was mm. like, you are? When I told him, I was, he was like, you're pregnant? <laughs> yeah, I knew immediately because you can, t- you can tell. Yeah. Because you're so tiny that yeah. the, when the uterus starts to form, you can immediately tell the stomach it's very, very hard. Yeah. 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 I feel like I noticed at like eight weeks. Well, also you had that thing puffy. that I had that um, anything on the stomach was very uncomfortable. I always oh, wore yeah. my pants way low with a shirt that hung over it. Yeah. So one of the things that they don't tell you when you start growing one is your uterus stretches like from the side and then it goes up. So like it goes, it moves sideways towards your like hip bones and then it'll grow up as the baby gets bigger. That was the craziest cramping pain. It wasn't like period cramps. It was a different kind of cramping. Like and stretching. Yeah. It felt like something inside me was stretching physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, that freaked me out because I've already had a miscarriage and I thought oh my gosh am I having it again um s- luckily the first time I was so early that I didn't feel I mean I felt the cramping but like yeah. I didn't feel this type of cramping and right. that's what kind of scared me um I've lost my train of thought what were you talking about oh the things that they don't tell you showing oh yeah Um, Another thing is like waistbands, underwear, like rubbing against the skin as it's, as things are starting to stretch out in your body, that skin becomes so sensitive. And so like I threw away half of my underwear because I was like all of these same types of waistbands I hate. And I was like, it's time to get rid of this underwear anyways and, you know, restock. But um, highly recommend just finding drawstring pants like comfortable stuff i don't know that it bothers everybody but it did bother me it bothered my sister-in-law and i was like that's a weird thing to complain about and then i here i am and i'm complaining Complaining about about it it. i'm like what um so i know her pain now um nursery theme was another question so because we're not finding out the gender i'm sticking with 50 shades of cream or white. That's cute. And very, very neutral. I'm doing like that burnt orange. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and then like the desert orange yeah like desert like if you look at like desert sunset okay images like that kind of a deep orange gotcha and then yellow because i wanted to do desert theme is really the going trend the the nursery theme Mm -hmm. but um i found this beautiful embroidery pillow that it has a sun on it and i thought oh my gosh that's really cute and i was like do i want to do sun and rainbows and i was like no everyone does rainbows so i'm doing desert theme so cute yeah names we are not telling names because if we do they will be stolen well, I also told you, don't tell people even what you're thinking of because it will hurt your feelings. Because I, people always ask me what, and I go, well, I have these three names and these three names. <laughs> They'll call her da, 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 or whatever, you yeah. know? And I was like, that's really rude, but people yeah. do it. People do it. So yeah. don't. So my sister-in-law do did the same thing. Keep it she to kept it to herself. And, and it's exciting. She told when the baby was born. Um, and she said the same thing. She was like, I just know that my family is going to say something mean and then it's going to ruin the name for me. So I feel the exact same way now that I'm here pregnant. I don't want anyone to ruin the name. I don't want anyone to come up with like horrible nicknames that they're going to be teased about. So some names I will talk about. One name we talked about was Posey. (laughs) And Woody was like, if we have a daughter, can we name her Posey? And I said, we do have a a daughter whose name is Posey. It's our cat. And he's like, no, like, I really want like a daughter named Posey. Like, and I'm like, we're going to name our daughter after our pet. What if they're both alive at the same time? Which Posey are you going to be talking to? (laughs) We named you after our cat. Yeah. So no. That will not be a name we will It is using. a cute name, but it's too late. Sorry. Yeah. Um, another name is not go- we're not going to use is how about, Oswald. How about Dixie? Not Dixie. <laughs> um, our cat's name is Oswald. Mm-hmm. He, he goes by Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't listen to either of those names. <laughs> I do like the name Ozzy for a little boy. I think it's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. But, you, but we already have a little boy with me, Ozzy. Yeah. Um, other names that we're not going to go with. This one is funny. No ex-boyfriends and no ex-girlfriends. You know, um, <laughs> that is true. When I was thinking of names for you, one of the choices was um, Tiffany. I always liked the name Tiffany when I was growing, like high school, junior high, whatever. I always thought like Tiffany, Tiffany, Tiffany. You know what's really funny about that? I would be such a bad Tiffany. Trump's favorite name was Tiffany. Really? Yeah, he wanted Ivana to name Ivanka Tiffany, and she said, no way. Well, one of his daughters no named Tiffany. <laughs> so the next wife named, got, got, he got he got his Tiffany Aww, with the next wife. That's cute. But uh, someone did uh, ruin that name for me, so I'm glad yeah. I didn't name you Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that would have been bad. Thank you. Thank you. Tiffany, Courtney... Um, Charlotte, you were going to be called Charlie. Um, Sam. Sam. Samantha. You were going to be Samantha and then we were going to call you Sam. Cause I like boy names, yeah. nicknames for girls. That's why when you were very little, we called you Brett. Yeah. Not Brit, but yeah. Brett. B-R-E-T-T. Yes. That was your nickname for a very, very long time. Yeah. 
um, I think it was your nickname until daddy started calling you B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you were a boy, you were going to be Hunter. And there was another boy name I can't remember, but it was very, very popular then. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the name Hunter, but I don't think I would ever name any of our kids Hunter. Um, so X's names. Yes. No Aaron. No Preston. No Andrew. Woody was joking the other day. He was like, so no, uh, there's two girl names of my exes and there's eight names of <laughs> your exes. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're making me feel bad for dating around. <laughs> But hey, it makes picking names for your children uh, real easy. <laughs> imagine being a teacher. So, How hard it is to name your kid. Yeah. So I told my... No, I. there was another name that I have and I almost said it. Oh my gosh, don't do that. But I just got Woody to agree that if we have two daughters, that this would be the second daughter's name. So I'm not going to go with it. Um other names oh i love the idea like you said of having a girl name but having it have like a boy nickname Mm -hmm. so that's something i'm considering again we have one girl name one boy name they're really set in stone we're not going to tell anyone we're not even going to give the initials so you can't guess it because i feel like if we do give the initials you'll guess it um yeah I, I just don't think anyone's going to guess it. Like, they're not going to think that way. Um, but I would love to know everyone's idea for names for me. Throw out some ideas. Yeah. Things that will go with Neville's. Yeah. That's the hard part is I would like something to flow, even if it's a daughter. I know she's going to change her last name and get married one day. But I'd like it to flow. What about Like, Suther- all the way through. What about Sutherland? No, Mom. <laughs> like, as the first name or the last name? The first name. Sutherland Nevels. (laughs) No, like my name growing up was Brittany Dawn Sutherland and it flows so well. So I want something similar for my kids. Yeah. Yeah. It it is important. Sometimes you hear somebody's name and you're like, you can't even say that altogether. Yeah. It like doesn't go. Yeah. Anyway. So names. Give us, give us, give us some ideas. Um, other people said, what are your cravings and trying to guess my gender of what I'm having had a handful of girls and a couple boys, but again, Mm -hmm. not a lot of people have been just like coming up to me and saying, I think you're having, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of people are like, are you following any of the wives tales to like predict the gender like the hanging of the string above your belly yeah with your what ring. you're craving craving how you're carrying how you're carrying uh the chinese calendar so i'm actually not going to talk about those live tales because it's actually going to be a game at my baby shower oh and that I, sounds fun i already have my baby shower planned out um but for those of you that really know us understand once i have a once we have a theme well, it kind of flows together once we come up with an event and then we put a theme on that event yeah. it's on it, it just goes together it's already planned <laughs> don't get involved it's already planned <laughs> oh that's that she didn't mean it that way she would I love meant help don't yeah yeah help but like don't throw pa- ideas because the ideas are already on paper gotcha 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 <laughs> um okay so Another question was, have, have you been having heartburn? 
because I guess heartburn means your kid's going to have a lot of hair or something. Uh-oh. I've only had four days total of heartburn, and it's been over a week, and I've been eating the same foods, so I don't think it's the types of foods that I'm eating that gives me and heartburn. And it, it was, um, like, I was asking you, like, after you eat vegetables or after you eat a solid or after, you, it was with everything. Yeah. It didn't it was, matter. It was with everything, and it started after my first meal of the day. Yeah. And so I was like... So Maybe it wasn't like you were eating too many vegetables or yeah. you were eating too spicy or acidic or whatever. Yeah. So three out of the four days, it was three days in a row. And then it happened one day last weekend. And then I haven't had it in a whole week. So I actually do feel like maybe heartburn does mean hair growth. Hmm. We, me and Winnie both know that our kid is coming out almost bald, like not that much hair. So if I have a little bit of heartburn, then I'll be like, oh, it's ha- it's going to have a little bit of hair. <laughs> it's not going to have a full. Well, babies pay. typically have furry bodies. bodies. Yeah. 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 So. So we don't know. <laughs> um, the next question, how. Oh, I already went over how we told everyone. Um, registry. So I have a registry already up. Um, I actually am a crazy person and. <laughs> During quarantine, I was like, I'm just going to create my baby shower or my baby registry. And I wasn't even close. Well, I wasn't even married yet. (laughs) I was bored. And I was like, let me see all this baby product that's out there. Luckily, my sister-in-law got pregnant and I was like, I already know what I'm going to get you because I've researched like everything. So I actually threw like went through the registry that I had previously created and I got rid of everything and changed it. Um, but I have all of the furniture picked out. I have everything picked out. Again, we're going all natural, organic, clean products. Um, just because like the baby, that the that's the first thing that your baby's breathing in. You want it to be clean. You want it to be organic. Right. So. Well, I just and with everything that we've researched in the last couple of years about products and and whatever's in stuff it's just like you want your baby to have the very best yeah start start because there are going to be other things you're going to have things you know school events birthday parties things they're going to be exposed to other things so why not at home have it clean yeah exactly yeah um and i know i'm not going to deprive my kids from soda one day i'm not going to deprive them from candy um i know once they get into middle school, they're going to be eating hot Cheetos like every day. I would like their first start of their first year or their first, first few years mm-hmm. to be as clean as possible. Right. And hopefully they adopt those healthy habits and take them with Well, them. gosh, when you do a little bit of research about what's in stuff and just with this Skittles scandal that yeah. was just released, it's just like mortifying. Yeah. And, so Skittles have, what is it? Sodium titanium it's, um, or something? Titanium dioxide. That. And it's like, um, it's cancer causing ingredients. What it does is it, um, destroys the DNA. It changes your DNA, which is how cancer gets you. Yeah. So it's in lots of things. It's not just not at the levels, anything that's shiny, it's in it, but it's not at the levels it's at. And then the last couple of months, all of the research that we've learned, and we'll do an episode on this, on food dyes and what it does for ADHD and all kinds of brain development, what the food dyes do, 
it's just like don't start your kid off that way yeah we're not saying that it's gonna be forever or we're gonna not let them have things because we do know completely not letting your children have something make them go the opposite way yeah but it's just just starting out the first four years the first four years are the most important i want it to be as clean as possible Mm -hmm. and hopefully when they're and then it's moderation six or seven and they go to someone else's house and they eat something and they're like ew what is this right at least they have that tolerance that's not built up of ooh, this tastes delicious because it's full of chemicals so right and obviously i'm not perfect either i had taco bell no it's just that there's so many options out there now that we did not have yeah for alternatives for Mm -hmm. you know it it does get some taking used to because you are used to a color and when you put that non-color whether it be the soda that i drink now has no color yeah and i have to do it in a colored glass so that i can't see it so you can't see it yeah and we just red vines is one of my favorite candies and we know it's full of toxic red dye yeah so we got the natural and it's not red i told woody the story about this a couple summers in a row we used to get red vines by the tub and it was like three four tubs every summer yes and i was like looking and back, we would eat the whole tub in a couple but days we like were a like raging hormonal mm-hmm. those summers and yeah. i remember being like no wonder i always felt crazy and like i don't know why i'm raging out right now but I am all the red dye. It's all that red dye. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Last question. And we will wrap it up is what do I have so far? So, um, I'm getting gifted the crib very soon mm-hmm. and I have my, one of my diaper bags. So the reason I have two is because I want a large one for like the baby's luggage, like a day trip. Yeah. If we're going for a full day or a weekend, but That's if you're just going to the grocery store or something. But I got a mini version of a like it's called Freshly Picked. It's a backpack. If you know about it, you know about it. If you don't, look it up. Uh, it's a very popular diaper bag. I got it in the size mini and it's a camel color. It's, it's so freaking cute. So cute. So um, cute. But that's my like everyday diaper bag. My other one will be, you know, long term staying somewhere or going somewhere. Um And then I have a ton of baby clothes already. Mm -hmm. So many of my old baby clothes, Mm -hmm. if it's going to be a girl. So many of your old baby clothes, if it's going to be a girl. Then we have lots of gender neutral Mm -hmm. tons that you got me. You made me a basket when I first told you. Yes. Well, not the very first time. The second time you saw me after telling you. Um, You brought me a basket with beautiful organic cotton baby clothes. Um, We have a few books i don't think we need anymore they're like every single dr seuss book that i had as a kid we have yeah you saved and now we have for the baby um i have a handful of other types of books so i think we're good on the books um and then there's a couple other books like good night moon i don't have so i'd like someone to get that for us and then are you sure I didn't get that when you give a mouse a cookie or I think that's the title. Oh, that yeah. one is another book I want. Um, the one by Jimmy Fallon, like, are you my dad or something? I okay. can't remember the title Cute. of anything. Cute. Cute. Um, but what else do I have? Um, I've got like organizer bins for that. 
for that stuff. Um, I have the or the diaper organizer for on top of the dresser. Once that comes in, whoever decides to buy that for us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like I'm missing a lot. Oh, I have my breast pump. I have the outlet sock with the camera. I got mm-hmm. both of those during, um, prime day. Mm-hmm. They were like super discounted. So I was like, I'm going to snag those because I don't want someone to buy me a cheaper version of these. I want the, these exact brands. Um, and then I think that's it. Baby vans, obviously, but Woody bought those like a month before no, not a month. He bought them in January when he was buying um, our nephew his first pair of Vans for his first birthday. And what he was like, should I just get like the baby Vans now? Because we thought maybe after the new year it we would get pregnant really fast. Yeah. So we had those. And some onesies from some uncles. And that's about it. Yeah. And baby hangers. I bought those when I first found out, even though I was like a little like scared, scared to, to buy, buy something. anything. Yeah. So I guess my first purchase was the breast pump. <laughs> okay. Very good. Oh, and we have the um, play mat thing. That's, um, Oh, that they lay theme. on their back and yeah. Yeah. And they have the toys hanging over their face. Yeah. Very cute. That's desert theme that's too. So, so cute. And when I saw that, it. that was like, okay, that's the theme of the entire nursery. You're basing it all around that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cute. Very so. cute. So that's it. That's a really long episode. I'm really sorry. We had a lot of interruptions. It's a weird day it to record. A weird day. Had a weird guy come up to my door and try to sell me internet. Very weird. Had a car alarm going off and the TV in the other room was extra loud. All things that we don't usually experience during recording. Mm-hmm. Anyways, do you want to say anything else? I'm exhausted from talking. Um, no, I'm excited. Me too. I'm really, I don't think I'm sad that I'm almost halfway. But I'm starting. But I'm, I'm kind of like. You know, once September starts, like, it's December. It's going to go fast yeah. because then we have the baby shower. Well, I'm going on vacation. Then we have the baby shower. Then I have my then we have a high wedding. school reunion. You have a reunion. We have a wedding, family wedding to go to. Then we have Christmas. Then we have New Year's. And then baby. Yeah. Not right after. The right. 20th. Yeah. Well, really the 22nd. Everyone manifest January 22nd, 2023. No sooner. No sooner. No later. Mm-hmm. That exact day. Yeah. But, um, oh, I'm going to see your sister in November, so. Oh. I'm going to be really busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Busy enough to come back in January and be here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to help me. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Great stuff, is... at people. And um, continue to send in your comments or questions. Yeah, send us baby name ideas. Yeah. yeah. I really don't want like basic names. So if you can think of some crazy, it could be funny, funny names yeah. or like, you know, Name not typical names is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Although mm. our names are pretty typical that we have picked out, but you know, those can change. You so never know. You might look at it and be like, mm, nope. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people that are like that. They're like, um, we'll decide when we look at the baby. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to have to buy the nameplate thing for in the baby bassinet. Oh, for the announcement. The first picture. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. That's also another thing that we already have. So if you're planning to get me that, don't get it. We have the baby swaddle announcement photo. And the swaddle. Like the swaddle itself. So Mm -hmm. no need to buy us that. (laughs) Buy us a cute onesie. That's organic cotton. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it for the show. Um, Thank Thank you guys for supporting our podcast. Follow us at Sutherland Girls on Instagram and TikTok. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Rate our podcast. And uh, don't forget to visit our website, sutherlandgirls.com forward slash the pod to get some of these vitamins that you're going to need to take if you're going to try to conceive. I think that you should link all of your little baby stuff that you have so far. Like, oh my gosh. No, 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 so no, no, no. Much. Like supplements, books. Oh, okay. No. Helpful. Yes. Books, not pregnant kid books. I no, like, pregnancy things that you're doing. Okay. I'll do a blog post on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank okay. you guys so much. Um, other than that. Bye.